Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Planners on Purpose podcast. I'm Naomi Tucker, your host, your coach, your business strategist, and I'm here to help you stress less and live more in this fast-paced industry of ours. Today, we're going to talk about introvert burnout. And yes, there is such a thing. Now, before we get started, it might be good to really differentiate or share what an introvert is as opposed to what we might think an extrovert is. So an introvert is really a person who's directed inwards and they think and they feel and act in ways that suggest that the person is their prime motivating factor. Extroverts, on the other hand, they direct their interest outwards to their surrounding environment. They feel, think, and act in relation to everything that's external. Typically, introverts are very good at working one-on-one with a person. They like to work in smaller groups and not necessarily with large amounts of people versus extroverts are completely the opposite. And so let's face it, when you're an introvert, you can be more prone to burnout because we are in positions where we do have a lot of external forces that we need to interact with versus extroverts, it can be easier for them to operate in this type of social environment because social interaction fuels them and they really exert dominance and really love it. So they have this external stimulation helps them to be at their best and they literally love it versus introverts. It can be the complete opposite. So typically when they are having human interactions, they can be drained. Although they do like one-on-one connection and they do thrive in different smaller social environments, when you have larger ones, sometimes that can leave an introvert feeling drained. So introverts, they may enjoy socializing, but there's going to be to an extent in which they can socialize, especially if they're in demanding environments. It can be really tough to maintain kind of a high socialization for a long time. And that can lead to something called social exhaustion. On the other hand, extroverts can be a little bit different when it comes to these social environments. They can really thrive off of it. For example, if an extrovert wants to process ideas out loud, it it could be fun for them to just come off the top of their heads and brainstorm with clients and develop ideas for themes, for decor. Whereas if you're an introvert, it can be a little bit differently. Perhaps an introvert might have to prepare to have those conversations or to let their client know ahead of time, oh, Their head is spinning with ideas. They can't wait to get it down on paper so that they can go through it with them at a later date. So there's just this subtle difference between introverts and extroverts. It really is all about how a person works and how they're uniquely wired. So if you're an introvert, I hope this comes as some relief because sometimes you think that it's you can't handle your job or you're not good at what you do. But it really can come down to simply how you're wired. And that means how you get your energy, how you manage your energy for the best possible outcome for yourself. Because introverts can be subject to this fatigue, this social exhaustion, 
And it really means that you have socialized to the point where you can't do it anymore. When you think about it, there are some event managers that although that they're extroverts, they can be pretty tired after socializing with clients and working with people with events all day. So when you look at that from a perspective of an introverted event manager, oh my goodness, you wonder how does an introverted event manager do it? Well, this really needs to be handled. And in this episode, we're really going to tackle this a bit. Social exhaustion really can be considered as burnout. So it's a response to the overstimulation. And if you're an introvert, it's going to leave you exhausted. It's going to leave you tired and not just tired, tired, angry and irritable. And it can feel like you've been hit by a Mack truck. I wanted to go over some symptoms because it's always nice to know what introvert burnout can look like. And truth is, it's similar to burnout. And the source of it, though, is the social bandwidth. With introvert burnout, you can have the inability to focus, an intense headache. You can get headaches. You can get migraines. You can have low energy, just like overall low energy, not necessarily wanting to do the socialization thing. You can't sleep. Maybe you're anticipating an upcoming event or meeting. Also, it could be an emotional roller coaster or meltdown that you have. You can be irritable, especially when it comes to managing people and managing attendees all day. And you can get an overall depression and anxiety that can result from this. Now, anxiety can come into play with anticipating an event. And if you're planning events, you're anticipating this big event to happen That is actually a thing. It's called anticipatory anxiety. And if you're an introvert, you can spend a lot of time worrying about your upcoming event, and that can end to producing some of the symptoms that I've already mentioned. So how can these symptoms come about in the event industry and in the event space and while you're planning events? What does it look like? Well, you could feel like you have to speak to a lot of people. If you're an introvert, you're put into positions where you're speaking to people, you're doing presentations, you're showing off ballrooms, you're talking through the details of an event to a larger team. Perhaps you're attending functions that you're in the lead and you have to really help managing attendees. Perhaps you're having to socialize with your clients and attendees for long durations of time. You're attending large events where there's a lot of people. Maybe you're working with large teams of staff that are supporting events and you have to really show them, manage them and lead them to help pull your event off. Really, it can show up in so many ways. And hopefully this is helpful for you because you can see how it perhaps comes about in in your life. Now, if this is you, how do you manage it? If you're an introverted event planner, what do you do? And what are some ways you can cope with introvert burnout? Well, I want to dig into some of the ways that you can be supported because it's all about finding out what your strengths are and how you can work with what you have to give. So the first thing I have is for you to chart your energy. What does that mean? That means literally Find and have a notebook, find a piece of paper where you're going to chart your energy on work days and on non-work days. Really take note of what activities affect you and how do you spend your energy and how do you feel after you do certain activities? How do you show up best for your clients when managing your social energy and just chart all of those things? Because that's going to 
help you to be more aware of how you best thrive. And then when you do that, it's going to be very important, which leads me to the next point for you to set boundaries on your energy. And this means you're going to set up some physical space and some mental space for yourself. For example, when it comes to your calendar, making sure that your calendar is definitely set up in a way that can help take advantage of where your energy is best used. If you're a person that typically thrives more in the afternoon, then schedule your calendar accordingly. Or perhaps you're a third party planner and For example, if you're at an event and you have an office space and maybe you have a choice to have an office space with your client or without your client, maybe if there is the opportunity to have your own space, maybe having your own space is helpful so that you're able to have a little bit of a boundary between yourself and your client, especially if it's going to be a situation where you can be easily depleted of your energy. Also, you can do something like having a space where all of the questions from your team can be answered during the day. Have the beginning of your day or the end of your day be a session where all of your team can just kind of get together, either kick off the day or wrap up the day and have them bring all their questions and anything that they need to put in your hands, have them bring it at that time. Of course, there are some emergencies. There's things that you need to know about right away throughout the day and you'll basically account for that, but at least this gets a majority of the questions to be clustered at a specific time frame. And then you can prepare yourself for that conversation, which makes it a little bit easier for you if you're an introvert. Some other examples is when it comes to social media or when it comes to attendee management, basically areas where you're exposed to answering a lot of people at one time. Perhaps there's ways that you can, again, do that specific task for certain hours of the day, or maybe there is a team member that is really great at handling those things so that you don't have your energy drained and focus on areas where you can bring your highest energy and can be highly effective. Another thing is walkthroughs and site visits. Perhaps you just do them at a time where you're high in energy, like you're ready to go. Maybe not want to do it at the very end of your day or right after you've gotten off of a 16 hour flight unless you unless you can't help it, right? So make sure that you're timing these right so that it can happen at a best time that works for you and for your energy level. And then again, with this, I would just say with setting up the boundaries, just giving yourself the permission to, to retreat whenever possible and just setting up that boundary for having a little bit of space to do some type of retreat five, 10 minutes, whatever you need during certain parts of your day. Okay, that was a long one, but I'm moving over to the next one. The next one is communicate your energy needs to others. Let your team and even your clients know how you work, what your process is for questions or let them know how the day will go or how you'll show up for them. This is super important because otherwise people can think that something is wrong or they're having an expectation that obviously doesn't align to how you're going to show up for them. So letting them know is going to be very helpful. They know what to expect and it makes things go so much more smooth. The next one I have for you is develop a self-soothing routine. How many of you have a self-soothing routine? It's so amazing when you do have this. And what I mean 
This can happen at your work. It can happen when you're on site events, but it's a really a small little part of self care that you have during those busy times. And it doesn't need to be an hour massage, although those are nice, but it can just be a small routine that you set up for yourself, maybe in the evening to just give yourself that self care. It could be running a bubble bath while you're in your hotel room late at night because you're going to be getting up early for the next day. It can be giving a gift to yourself of a massage at the end of your event, or it can just be arriving a day in advance for some relaxation before your event starts, right? All of the crazy starts. Those are just some ideas of having some self-soothing routine to give yourself a little bit of space, to give yourself a little bit of energy boosting before you go into your event. Another thing that you can do in order to help combat the introvert burnout is to talk to a coach like myself. In one-on-one coaching, especially if you work with me, we can talk about how you can manage your energy, set up a plan for when you go on site so that you can work at your optimal capacity. And then also when you get to those points where you just feel like you're overwhelmed and really on the brink of no return, you can reach out to a coach to help you get through those specific moments. That is what coaching is for, to hold your hand when you're working through these high busy times. Next one is to be careful about just how many commitments you take. Sometimes we just like to take, take, take because we feel obligated to, but introverts truly need to keep very careful about how many commitments that they take because sometimes that can mean that you're going to be client facing or with many people consistently out at meetings, and that can easily drain you. So if you're an introvert, as much as it feels like you can handle some of all of the tactical logistical aspects of it, when it comes to the social interaction part of it, you could be setting yourself up for burnout. And then after giving all of your energy throughout your whole day, Usually with introverts, there's not a lot left to give to mundane tasks. So sometimes that can be very, very hard to do at the very end of your day. So I would say save those for early in the morning where you have a little bit more energy or try to do some of those tasks at a time where you have a bit more energy, maybe right in the middle of your day, maybe when you're when you're eating lunch, when you're on site, but really find space for it so that it works better for you instead of at the end of your day. Another area I would say is very helpful is to develop optimism. Now, this can help you because when you're positive, you're able to be grateful. You give yourself credit for your talents. You forgive yourself and others. Remind yourself that another day is another opportunity. Embrace positive affirmations. Optimism can really help you to get past some of the overwhelming parts of your day and kind of move on to that next thing. So developing that optimism, moving past some of those challenges or even just those little challenges that come to you throughout the day, just taking them with some optimism can really help you to just get to that next day. And then finally, my last uh, tip for you is just to act as if, like until you can't just act as if you're an extrovert, right? So Typically, this works really great when you have like a short amount of time where you just need to give it all and you just are just being an extrovert for a while. That can mean like dinner with your team or your client. That that could mean just just having a little bit of fun and really just being all in for the attendees at your at your meeting. And sometimes with introverts, you have to put on that extrovert hat just to get you through 
your event. And after your event is done, the hat comes off and you're just (laughs) completely exhausted and just ready to do some recouping. So I hope that really helps. And with all that said, it's important that if you're an introvert, for you to know that you can just show up being authentically who you are. I know most of the times introverts feel like they need to be extroverts and that they need to always show up with high energy and putting yourself out there and being very personable and always having the right thing to say. However, a lot of those situations, if you're not careful, can be a big energy drain. So I say just focus on your strengths because when you're draining your energy, it can be hard to build back up. And if you can't build back up effectively, that can lead to burnout. So know your strengths. If you thrive in one-to-one environments, then have a one-on-one environment and create that for your clients, create that for your events in a way. And don't feel the need that you have to turn it on all of the time and have this huge personality. You can be amazing at what you do, just being who you are. The whole goal though is managing your energy. The good thing about this is that the world is really starting to grow in the trend of having these deeper relationships. And that's where I think introverts typically thrive, thrive in having those deep connections with people, one-on-one environments. And you're starting to see this in social media where people are really cutting out the cookie cutter and they really want to get to know that that person that they really connect with online. So this is also going to be something that works in your favor as an introvert because working one-on-one and connecting with people at a deeper level can really be to your benefit when it comes to your clients. So it's okay not to be cookie cutter and to show up for who you are and know what your energy is so that you can just use your energy best and show up where you can use your energy best, make space for your energy, calendar your energy and put in place rules and plans for your energy. Because when you do, it absolutely works. When you get used to operating in this way, nobody will be able to tell the difference that you're an introvert. They're just thinking that you manage things in your way. So, That's all I have for today when it comes to talking about coping and managing with introvert burnout. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave me a favorable rating because it means a lot and it helps this podcast to be found by other event professionals that need to hear this content. And please share this episode with your network. Until next time, please stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.